Hey you guys, welcome to Everything Real Housewives. Today I'm going to talk about the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and everything that's going on on this season. We're already on season two, which is crazy. Um, I feel like people especially fell in love with this franchise um, as it's new, it's coming out, it's been really good from the get-go. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about Jen Shaw, everything that's obviously going on in terms of accusations that she's been running kind of a fraudulent company um, and I'm also going to recap just this past week's episode just to chat a little bit about what's actually been happening on this season. So we start off with Jen Shaw. Now this past week's episode the producers were really shady and basically just started out with seeing Jen in her closet. Now I've said before this is very reminiscent to me of the whole Erica Jane debacle and I know that the cast keeps saying no 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 it's not the same thing. I heard an interview with Whitney Rose where she was like nah I don't think it's the same as with Erica as it is with Jen. But it feels reminiscent because, again, the producers start off the episode being shady and the editors start off the episode with being shady by showing Jen in um, Jen's closet. They're showing off all of Jen's shoes, all of Jen's handbags, all of her designer stuff. Um, and she's clearly just soaking in it. I mean, that's why she's in her closet. She wants the world to see. But, like, there's probably, I would guess, at least half a million dollars worth of stuff in that closet. And it's absolutely insane. She has all of her assistants in the closet with her, or at least three of them. Um, and she still calls them, I think, the Shaw Squad. <laughs> um, but it's bizarre. They're, like, in this closet and... Um, she has her nephew in there as well and she starts like talking about you know how her and coach Shaw were kind of on rocky terms and they were maybe gonna get a divorce um, and I just thought it was a really strange thing to bring up to your nephew I mean I know that she says they're close that he's almost like a second son but it almost felt like that dynamic where you're like a little bit too close to like this nephew or this son to bring up that kind of personal business but obviously it's Jen Shaw and she's bringing up this personal business for America so um, apparently she brought this nephew and his family from South Central I'm assuming that's South Central LA in California to Salt Lake City to live with her so I guess they're living in the house and enjoying this closet um, but obviously from this we can see that Jen has been very successful and has been leading an opulent life and she clearly has the stuff to show for it um, so getting into that if you haven't kind of been keeping up with everything going on with Jen, which I'm pretty sure most people have. Jen Shaw has basically been accused of having this business where I guess it was kind of like a telemarketing business that tended to target like vulnerable seniors especially. Um, but really just vulnerable people and they would say to them like would you like to set up a business like we can make it happen you can make all of your own money but there wasn't really a scheme or a way for this business to be set up so these people would start this business business they wouldn't make any money off of it and then Jen 
coming from a different company will call them and be like, you know what, we know you're in debt to this other business and let us help you get out of debt. So she was kind of hitting these people from like all sides. Anyway, it was like a bit of a pyramid scheme and obviously we've seen that um, the FBI was involved, that they've gone and done a search warrant. Um, I believe her trial is in March of 2022, so we're not actually going to get to see the outcome of that until next year, but I think it can be kind of easily determined that she will be facing jail time. There'll probably be more jail time than, say, someone like Teresa Judice, who was only in there for about a year or so. Um, this is a lot more serious, um, even more serious than what's going on with Erica Jane, because, um, like, jail time I think is actually on the table for her so again we don't know the outcome and we can only speculate at this point but uh, yeah this whole business or businesses that she had been involved with are extremely shady um, and I think really did damage to the people that she targeted because she was giving them kind of false hope to come into money, to make money, to be an entrepreneur, set up your own business, that sort of thing. Um, it was the same sort of rhetoric that you've been seeing a lot of pyramid schemes, but she didn't actually deliver on a product or a service. Um, and then she targeted them again um, through kind of like debt repayment, recoupment, and figuring that out for them. So. The whole thing was a sham, and we've since learned that. Um, but there's a whole thing going on with Jen Shaw, aside from all of the allegations of her being involved in fraud, um, that Jen has been targeting Meredith Marks, her son Brooks Marks, who was that Meredith's son, obviously, but the one who was like a designer and designed the sweatsuit. Um, last season that we saw. So Jen has really been targeting Brooks on social media because last season we saw that Brooks mentioned that she exposed herself to him um, and she found that to be like a disparaging comment, a disrespectful comment, and I guess has been coming for Brooks on social media by liking, by reposting, um, attacks on Brooks and on his sexuality. So Meredith is very much like, this is homophobic, like Brooks has never come out with his sexuality. He's still a teenager, I think. Um, so he hasn't really figured it out yet. And she doesn't want Jen labeling him as that if that's not like his true identity. Or even if it is, like it's none of her business. So I have thoughts on that for sure. Um, I totally agree with Meredith. I think she's the one in the right, in the right, and that Jen has just overreacted and created all of this drama. But again, I think Jen is really living for it. She's milking all of this. First of all, she's on this filming on this show, which I'm absolutely surprised about. Um, I wonder if she even has any kind of sense that, you know, this is super serious and I think it's going to be a lot more jail time than maybe she expects. And even she's kind of making light of that whole situation because there's like a scene where she's talking with this guy and she's like, maybe we should get Kim Kardashian as a lawyer on my legal defense team. And the whole thing just feels like very contrived and very much for the camera, but at the same time, like, does she 
know how serious this is. I would think she would, but it's not really feeling that way. So, <laughs> um, Jen and then the new girl, Jenny, and Lisa were all at Jen's house. Um, and they start talking about the whole situation between Jen and Meredith and Brooks. Um, now again, she's saying that Brooks has been very derogatory toward her body parts. Um, and that she thought that this whole thing of reposting, um, and liking people on social media like Twitter and I think Instagram, um, she thought it was just funny. But it's just weird because that's such a lame excuse. Like it's, none of this could ever be contrived or interpreted as being funny, I don't think. They were just all really malicious posts if you go on social media and actually try and dig up some of that stuff. Um, yeah, they're not so nice toward Brooks. Um, and again, Brooks is like, Meredith's son, so why are we targeting and bringing the children into it? I know I have a feeling that Brooks really enjoys the drama and he's probably been watching Housewives growing up. I have a feeling <laughs> about that, but at the same time, like, it's not cool, so I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. But Jen actually reaches out to Heather. She FaceTimes her out of the blue. Apparently, they haven't talked since the reunion and it's been two months. Um, obviously Jen is FaceTiming her because they're filming now and Heather is kind of typecasted as Jen's friend. So I think that's just how it goes. In fact, I'm pretty sure Heather mentioned the fact that she's signing with Jen or supporting with Jen simply because that is kind of how production wanted her to appear, that she was Jen's friend, to keep Jen on the cast. Um, so Jen didn't essentially feel like an outsider. But anyway, Jen's like, do you want to meet up? Come talk. We'll chat. Um, and Heather was super receptive to it. She was like, yeah, cool. Like, I'll come hang out with you. We'll walk through it. Like, I'm going to say my piece, but I will show up. Um, and even when she was talking with Whitney, um, her cousin, she was saying, like, she was very open to the friendship that she would be friends with Jen again. So... That was kind of surprising to me, um, but at the same time, if this is kind of how it is behind the scenes in terms of production, I'm not surprised because obviously Heather enjoys being on the show. So Jen essentially invites Heather to this ice castle, which was absolutely wild. She came sledding down this like ice um, slide and she had a little fire set up she had little seats set up it looked very cozy like little ice wonderland um winter wonderland and heather just was completely eating it up she was falling for everything jen was doing and she opened herself up to jen um and so it seemed yeah like she is really open to this friendship um but she does kind of stand up for herself, Heather, and does bring up the stuff that Jen has been doing behind her act, or sorry, behind her back, which is actually so shady. Like, Heather brought up all of the digs that Jen had mentioned, which were primarily through social media, and it was things like comparing Heather to a sea mammal, <laughs> comparing Heather... Um, to being a manipulator, a liar, a racist. Heather had screenshots of Jen DMing with people 
on social media and Jen completely denied it. Like despite the fact that Heather had all of these receipts, had all of this evidence, Jen tried to play it off like, no, that's not how it was. Then Jen tried to actually turn it on Heather and start to say that, you know, growing up and being a minority in Salt Lake City, um, she often felt like an outsider, often felt left out, and I can understand that, but in this situation, it's about Heather. Like, Jen was the one who was awful to Heather in terms of calling her these things, um, and she's the one that wasn't a good friend. It wasn't Heather in the reverse, if you know what I mean. And Heather brings up a really good point, which I truly, truly believe, is that a lot of people are walking on eggshells around Jen because Jen has, I think, a real and true temper. I don't think it's for the cameras. I don't think she's faking it. I think that she absolutely flares up and gets crazy and people are afraid to trigger that in Jen. So Heather was like, I kind of go along with things because I'm afraid, with you, <laughs> afraid of you. And I think the other ladies are kind of afraid of you as well. So at the end of it, they kind of make up. They get churros, Jenna put the churros in the fire, they proceeded to eat them, whatever, but I actually think that they're going to move forward this season and continue to be friends, and I'm excited for when Heather actually sees the allegations and determines whether or not she's going to move forward and pursue that friendship with Jen. I'm not sure how that's going to go down. Um, other things that happen on this episode would be, again, Whitney is starting a skincare line. Surprise, surprise. All of the housewives, like I've said, always just season two introduce that business that they've been working on forever. Um, so she's doing that. Um, Mary apparently is redoing her house. Again, this is like a classic housewives um, storyline where there's some kind of renovation happening. I'm not sure if it's going to be kind of like a Crystal Minkoff renovation, $500,000, but Mary is doing something with her cousin who is a contractor. Um, and it's funny because I feel like Mary hires mostly her family, which is interesting. <laughs> like, wasn't her cousin her housekeeper as well. I don't know. The whole thing is weird with Mary, so more to get into on that, um, especially considering the fact that there are cults um, allegations coming up later in the season against Mary and her church. Um, and aside from that, we also get to see Jenny, so we hear a little bit more of her backstory. Again, she's the new girl on this season, um, and her storyline also feels a little bit generic. It's that she you know, quit, I guess, having medical clinics. She had franchises of them. She was a successful businesswoman to stay home and be a full-time stay-at-home mom. And now her husband apparently wants a fourth child, and so now they're arguing about that. And it's reminiscent a little bit of Melissa and Joe Gorga, who also had this storyline. And I have to say, I feel like, again, it's kind of a false storyline because she tied her tubes, and that's not an easy thing to reverse in a female. So... Not sure, but we'll see how that plays out. And then, you know, aside from that, we have our next episode coming out. Jen tries to play off all of her foul behavior on social media by blaming it on someone that she's hired to take over her social media management. We'll see how that goes down, but I'm excited. 
Um, so we have Potomac to look forward to, we have Beverly Hills to look forward to. Make sure you like this video if you're enjoying the content. Make sure you subscribe to my channel. Um, that way you won't miss any of my recaps or opinions on The Real Housewives. Um, so I hope you guys have a great week and we'll talk again soon. Bye guys.